If you got a 95 on this, it's that I can predict your life outcome. And if your goal is, let's say, to have a highly stressful life, then you are on track. What's up? We're live here and we're talking about personality test results. You're probably wondering about yours and uh, I'm gonna be going through somebody's here live. Hello. We're gonna you're we're using certain person sitting over here as a guinea pig, an example, and you can use this to interpret your own results. And remember, the thing about this this quiz, this is the beginning. There's a lot more advanced stuff you can do, but I'm gonna show you like how to make do with what you have here, which is three main scores. So this is basically like a life direction, life. The way I actually think about these quiz results, this is your worldview how you see the world, okay? This is based on top science that's been tested. I think there's over 200 peer-reviewed studies of the science behind this quiz. So this isn't something that I, I actually didn't make this up. I kind of tweaked it and made it more user-friendly because this was used in like top universities, places like Harvard and Yale and all that. And it was very academic. So I wanted to make this available to everybody. And... Um, if you went to tylopez.com slash quiz, if anybody, you're watching along or something and you didn't have a chance to do it, you can go to tylopez.com slash quiz and do this for free. Um, and then we have a more advanced version. So assuming you went through tylopez.com slash quiz, you should get some results that look like this. Three numbers. Confidence, ego factor, cunning, sneakiness factor, and then courage, ruthlessness factor. So, 40-35-1 was her results. And I want to explain what that means, and I'll explain to you, you probably got a slightly different score on tylopas.com slash quiz, but you can just follow along and interpret it for you. And then I'll put a link up later for those of you who want to go in the more advanced quiz that I have that's basically going to touch on every single part of your personality, your strengths, your weaknesses, what kind of profession and career you should pursue, what your weaknesses are that you need to fix or else they're gonna haunt you for the rest of your life, what your natural strengths are. Everybody's born with some natural strengths, some people more than others. Uh, But on the flip side, everybody's born with weaknesses too. So we're streaming live, I'll be reading some comments. VJ says, mine was 14, nine, and zero, okay? Angela Alcala said, thank you, Ty, for this resource. Let's see, there's a lot of people put it. I'll try to get to some other people. Let me start with this. Okay, so this right here, confidence ego factor. The way I kind of changed, uh, um, created this quiz, it's one to 100. It's pretty easy to understand. 100 is the maximum, one is the minimum. So you got a 40. What that means is, now scientists would call this narcissism, or there's another more advanced quiz called the narcissism inventory quiz. This is actually divided up into six different things. I'm gonna draw it here. Put the uh, comments here to this one. So let me, I'm gonna write some too. So number one, think of it this way. When we're talking about your worldview, and you'll see how this pertains to what career you should choose, who you should marry, who you should keep in your life, friends, people you should cut out of your life. So you got a 40 on a scale of one 
to 100. So there's, there's the middle point, you're right there. For all of you who got between one and 50, I'm gonna kind of divide this up into four break points. There's about four main break points. And by the way, you need to have everyone you know take this quiz. It's free. I'm not trying to make money off your friends. Um, it's just very valuable. All your business partners, anybody you're gonna date, marry, friends, you should have your family take it. So this quadrant is quadrant A. That's basically zero to 25. This is quadrant B, 25 to 50. C, this is up to 75, and that's obviously D. Okay, so if you're in the A zone, that means you're basically very easy to get along with because you don't think the world revolves around you, okay? Um, scientists call this quiz, this result here, a test of your exploitativeness. No, that's for the, the free quiz is tylopez.com slash quiz. I'm going to put a link for a more advanced. I've got a paid version of this that some of you want to get into. I'll put that. That's tylopez.com slash life quiz. That's more advanced. Don't do that right now. I'll put the link up in a second. You can start with the free one at tylopez.com slash quiz. So this is like an ultra nice person, okay? They don't much think about themselves. They pretty much go with the flow. They're very agreeable. The kind of profession, if you're here, a lot of times like a nurse would be good. Somebody who's in a profession, charity work. Somebody who really cares about others and doesn't care that much about their own needs. At least they don't put themselves first. They're, and they're not, usually not very tricky. now. There is a more advanced way to break down this narcissism, which goes into six factors. You have authority, superiority, self-sufficiency, exploitativeness. Uh, then you have uh, exhibitionism, vanity. And uh, actually there's, a, there's, yeah, the seventh one is uh, entitlement. So there is another way. Like I said, I have a more advanced quiz. So sometimes people get a higher score, but they're not actually exploitative. They're maybe super self-sufficient or super vain. I see this a lot with people who are good looking. A lot of times they'll score very high here, but it's not as bad. There's like two kinds of narcissism. Decent narcissism and horrific narcissism. And once you start getting over here in the... So this is A zone, B zone. When you start getting in the C and D zone, you need to work on yourself. You're going to have serious psychological problems. You're going to attract bad people in your life. You're going to have a job. You're going to attract yourself into a job that's full of other people trying to exploit you. So if you're listening, ask yourself, are you somebody who always dates people who take advantage of you, always get into business with people who rip you off? One of the main things that I wanted to talk about is that there's a good book called The H-Factor of Personality. It's by a very famous scientist. The H-Factor, like H, like humility. H-Factor uh, of Personality. And basically, if you've ever heard of this kind of, uh, the secret. You ever heard of this thing called The Secret? It was viral a few years ago. People still talk about it. Well, scientists have found there is some truth to that. Like attracts like. So almost always when scientists do these studies, people of similar 
levels here attract each other. So you usually won't find somebody here in business, dating, relationship, or marriage with somebody here. So if you're found, like, I'll do this quiz with people, and people are like, oh my God, I dated somebody. I was married to the biggest narcissist on planet Earth. And I'm like, I got good news and bad news for you. The good news is you're no longer with them. The bad news is you're probably a closet narcissist. And there's something called introverted. Um, there's different people have different terms, but I call it introverted narcissism. So you can actually be shy. You actually come off very nice, but deep down you're a narcissist. And so but one of the simple ways to test whether you're a narcissist, couple things. Number one, do you have a narcissistic parent? Because it's highly genetic. It's highly heritable is the term. That means you can inherit this through the DNA. Dr. David Buss, who showed me a lot of this and opened my eyes to this, he basically starts with that. If you have a mom or dad who's a narcissist who cares about themselves a lot, odds are you have a high chance that you are somewhat narcissistic. And interesting thing I read recently, scientists have found in your brain, here's you, if you're a narcissist, you're not always happy, although some narcissists are, there's a part of your brain, I forget what it is, your lower antibular or something like this, that actually doesn't have enough gray matter. So here's the thing. Most narcissists, they don't see themselves as a narcissistic because their brain is missing something. It's almost like they have brain damage. Now, I will tell you, if you study science, why would biology allow so many people to be narcissists? And that's because there is some good things. If you've got a high number here, there's some good things about it. Obviously, you'll have some level of confidence. Although, look, narcissism is more insecure confidence. Have you ever been around somebody who's confident acting, but you know deep down you can see through it and know, oh, this person actually gets their feelings hurt easily? That's more of a narcissist. So you don't want to get a high score on this. You just don't. It has a lot of problems. Now, 40, what you got, is like on the borderline. Here's my thing that I can usually tell with people. If you're watching this and you scored over, I can start noticing narcissism in a person that I meet. And I've tested more people than almost anyone on planet Earth, believe it or not. And Dr. Buss, who's kind of my mentor in this, He's, you know, maybe the number one evolutionary psychologist in the world. He wrote the textbook for Harvard and Yale and all this. I notice it around 35 to 40. So here's my advice to you. If you want to marry somebody, go in business, keep the thing below 40. When it starts getting 50 or 60, you'll really start noticing. And God forbid if you or somebody in your life is over 60. It's basically major psychological problems. Occasionally, there's exceptions to this that I've seen. But, you know, for example, with this quiz here, a few years ago, when I first started administering this quiz to people and learned about it, there was a girl here, and I had her take this, and she got such a bad score. I went to her, I was like, just joking. I was like, oh, you killed somebody, didn't you? And she got quiet, and then we talked for an hour, and she admitted... She said, I'm the only person she's ever admitted on planet Earth that she killed somebody. She was bullied growing up in Chicago, and she hit somebody with a pipe behind the head. She's like, she's either dead or in a coma. And that girl had, like, 
100% narcissism, okay? Or this first confidence ego. So people get confused and they go, oh, you want massive confidence. You do, but not really this kind of confidence. So that's why I call confidence ego. There, you want secure confidence, not ego confidence. Ego confidence is very delusional. John Stockton says, Ty, I'm confused what a narcissist. John Stockton? You play basketball for Utah Jazz a few years ago? So here's a couple things if you want to understand. Narcissism, by the way, is not what people tell you. It's like extroversion and introversion. What people think an extrovert is is not quiet or not quiet. That's somewhat related, but extroversion and introversion is how your brain works. Basically, do you release dopamine reward chemicals in your brain when new things happen. Extroverts like new things a lot. And introverts tend to like existing routines and they don't always have to meet new people and do new things. That's maybe a better explanation of uh, extroversion and introversion. Now, narcissism, most people think, oh, that means you just look in the mirror. No, that's vanity. And vanity is a subset of, and I put it on this page, vanity is one of the six attributes of narcissism, but I've seen people be very high on just vanity and low on everything else, so they don't get, this is a cumulative score where I accumulated everything together. All right, Luis Morales says he got a 62, 68, 14. Okay, Luis, that's not a great score, but I got good news for you guys that are not getting great scores. You can fix this, and you should fix it, I promise you. Don't bet against science. It's kind of like if you get on an airplane and a whole bunch of scientists and engineers go, ooh, this thing's built to crash, get off the plane. You would not argue with top engineers who, like, they do a little check on the plane. They're like, dude, the wings are not big enough to make this thing fly. This is going to crash and burn the second you get off the ground. You would instantly get off the plane. Well, this is built on very, very solid science. And like I said, it's been tested over hundreds of times in different cultures, different genders, different ages, different worldviews. So this number, 40, is about as high as you want to see. Now, I, for me, for example, I've seen my narcissism over time go down, which is great. That's why I'm somewhat optimistic on this first one. This, when we get to this third one, you got to be careful. This one is hard to change. This one's related to being a psychopath. Okay, let's move to the second one here. So cunning sneakiness factor. You got a 35. Okay, this is called, I call it cunning sneakiness. Scientists will call this Machiavellianism. There was an article I just read about Michael Jackson from Quincy Jones, the music producer. And Quincy Jones said uh, that Michael Jackson was very, very Machiavellian. And that's not a good thing. So this number two score, please watch this. This one is more dangerous than the first one, in my opinion. So this is Machiavellian. There was a, if you remember, it's, you ever heard the saying, you know, the, there was a book in the 1600s, I think, or 16th century called The Prince. And it was all about, you know, it's better to, is it better to be feared or to be loved? That's a famous quote you might've heard before. And it's a story, it's kind of this allegory of life. And it's a very cynical worldview. And that's why they named it after this Machiavellian. And they call it Machiavellianism. This one, 
be very careful. I watched this one immediately. Now, I'm going to tell you, this one person, I don't know where he is, but he got a 68 or something. This is sneaky, tricky, cynical, two-faced. Have you ever met somebody who won't be completely honest with you? They're going to say one thing to your face the second you're gone or friends are around. That is a Machiavellian person. And so this one, interestingly enough, almost always is related to one thing. You could say bullying or abuse as a child. And I, you know, I wasn't bullied growing up, so I didn't realize. I used to always see these anti-bully campaigns. I'm like, what's the big deal, bullying? Now I know. All you parents out there watching this, if your kids are getting bullied in school, I promise you this. It's better to have illiterate kids. It's better to have kids that never go to school. It's better to have kids that are junior high dropouts than kids that get bullied for multiple years. You will have... Your kids will have scars for 50 fucking, oh, pardon my French, 50 freaking years. So if you think them learning social studies or some BS in seventh grade, pull them out, homeschool them, anything, nothing's worse than bullying. I've tested literally, got tens of thousands of people. Every single time, if somebody's bullied, they develop a cynical approach. It's kind of common sense. If you're bullied... You have to learn how to cope. How do you cope? Well, you get sneaky. You say to the bully's face, oh yeah, I'm your friend. And then when the bully's gone, you're like, I would stab him if I could. That's your coping mechanism. And then that carry, you hardwire your brain and you never undo that. And so I've noticed talking about your profession and your career, salespeople often are Machiavellian. Sometimes you'll be good at sales because you're a good liar, but you can also be That's not a good reason to be good at sales. And by the way, that whole thing about, you know, there's this book. It's a very famous author. It's it's called 48 Laws of Power. I like some of his other books. I don't like that book. It's all how to be very Machiavellian. And here's the bad thing. I told you earlier, like attracts like. So if you're a Machiavellian person, your punishment is not what you think. It's not that you're a bad person in karma or something. It's that people who will like you and vibe with you will be other highly Machiavellian people. So all of a sudden, your whole social circle is going to be tricky people all around you. Now, if that's important, if that's something you want, you're a fool. You don't want people around you who are going to exploit and lie to you. So here I find the score. It's funny. Your scores are like right on the borderline. Around 35 is where I start to notice this. I start to notice So if you have a score over 35, or you have somebody in your life, oh, here's somebody, Gilboy got a 35, 95, 62. Okay, Gilboy, if that's your real score, I promise you this, you must get serious psychological help, dude. You're gonna have a disaster of a life. Everything you touch is gonna turn to shit. You're gonna have only horrible people will wanna be around you. And now you guys might think I'm being hard on you. No, I'm telling you the truth. And so you can fix some of this. You can fix some of this. But you will have a disastrous life at that level. And you'll be a very unhappy person. Quan Roman said he got a 35, 51, 30. Is that good? No, not particularly. It's not about good. Let me be clear. Ben Keller got 17, 84, 20. It's not about good. Good is the wrong word. Like, think of it this way. Is it good or bad to eat 
junk food until you're 400 pounds. I mean, it's not a moral thing. It's not like if you're super obese, you're morally a reprehensible person. It's more like cause and effect. Think of it that way. So if you got a 95 on this, it's not. It's that I can predict your life outcome. And if your goal is, let's say, to have a highly stressful life, then you are on track. If your goal is for good people to run from you and bad people, and when I say bad, I mean exploitative. So let me not use good or bad. If your ideal goal is to get all the people who like to take advantage of other people to be your closest allies, you're on track. If that's your goal, if you want to have the most two-faced, disloyal people in the world, that's what you want. Now, one thing I'll notice, people who leave comments on YouTube usually have a lot of mental problems. And that's not me saying that. Psychiatry, the main, uh, psychology today, the biggest, the, you know, the, natu- the national kind of website for psychology now, most well-known, they did a huge study on people who leave mean comments. They're twisted people. That's why I never, people are like, oh, Ty, when you get negative comments, does it bother you? I'm like, no, because those people are rejects. Now they can, I, I believe, even though I'm being hard on them, I believe that there's redemption, okay? Now, my, some of my mentors, Ty, are like, forget it. Don't do a quiz like this because it's only going to show people their flaws and they're not going to fix them. But I'm more optimistic, just so you know. I'm more optimistic. I think people can change if they want to, but I do agree most people don't have the courage or the self-discipline to change because it's not that easy. Okay, so this third score which you got a one on, that's a great score. Women, forget everything you've ever read, heard in movies, women are not psychotic, okay? They're just not. It's women are rarely, rarely, rarely psychotic. I've seen it before, but rare. I don't, I've never seen a woman get 100% on this score. Never, I've seen men get it. I've never even seen a woman get a 90. I've seen women get like 50s, which is bad. But men, on the other hand, are much more ruthless than women. Women, somebody said that's a lie. No, women can be Machiavellian number two. I've seen that. In fact, I'm not sure if you go by gender who gets higher. I've seen men and women both high. I just, trust me, men are more dangerous than women in terms of like slitting your throat. But there are some women who will slit your throat, okay? But if, (laughs) let me put it to you this way. Would you rather be in a female prison or a male prison? You're both full of people who are kind of crazy. Which prison would you rather be in? And I'm not just talking about for physical strength reasons. I'm talking about women, female prison is not as bad as a male prison, trust me. There's men who score pure 100% on psychotic. That means they can kill you and they they put sweat sensors on people. They don't even break a sweat. There's people who murder you. They don't care. Now, there are women like that too. I'm just telling you the facts. If you want to argue with the facts from the world's top scientists that have studied this in 72 cultures, from the Yamamamo tribe in Paraguay to Sweden to Australia, Yemen, everywhere, who have done 50,000 peer-reviewed you know, studies on, not 50,000, but have done peer-reviewed studies on 50,000 people at a time, women are rarely psychotic. And that's why I'm not surprised that you only got a one. The definition of psychotic for this, okay? 
and I call it cunning, courage, ruthlessness. So a low score doesn't mean you don't have courage. It just means you're not ruthless. This, by the way, if you ever see a female with a high score here, you know something went wrong in childhood. And this one is very hard. This one's actually genetic too. It's not even childhood. You could have a normal childhood. Okay, Don Juan Palagos got a 78-84. I'm worried about planet Earth the more I do these quizzes. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Instagram influencers that I've given this quiz, oh my God. All you guys who like really pretty girls on Instagram, like Instagram models, uh, I once sent it to 100 Instagram models that I know and 89 got horrific scores. 11 out of 100 were normal. And I'm sure it's the same for men. Male Instagram fitness models or whatever. And I'm not picking on Instagram. There's some good ones, but my God, this planet is getting worse. And I bet you it's worse than ever. Some people say, oh, you're just talking about the good old days. It never existed. I don't believe it. Because families are messed up now more than ever, even though there's been bad families. I mean, if you read, you know, Tolstoy or Dostoevsky and hundreds of years ago, there was horrible families. It's not like bad families are new. But the thing is now, there's this thing called the K-factor, which is a separate personality quiz. I don't have that on here. And K-factor, for example, is very predictive if you have a father or not. So, like, I grew up, like, you know, playing basketball in the projects Zero friends of my, I remember on my basketball team, I played on an inner city big basketball team in North Carolina called Enloe. Zero per- people knew their dads except one kid on the whole team. And so the K factor gets messed up. You don't have two parents. You basically need, it doesn't always have to be a dad, but you need multiple normal figures in life. And now because of just the way the world is, that doesn't happen. I, my dad was in prison when I wasn't born. So I was born to a single mom, so it affected me too. But like I said, I want you to know, even though I'm kind of painting somewhat of a negative thing, there is, for those of you honest enough with yourself, wanting to make a change, it is possible to change. And you should change. And it's not changing for the worse, it's changing for the better. Okay? Brandon J got a 68, 46, 30. Brandon, it's too high. It's too high, my friend. Not trying to be mean to you. It's just too high. Zach got a 23623. Zach, be honest. Were you bullied? Leave a comment here. Were you bullied? 1130 Pam got. If you're being honest, Pam, that's a good that's a better score. Once in a while, people lie on these, by the way. So if you lie, obviously all bets are off. 208430. Viral Space Media got a 97.23.6. Okay, I don't know. It doesn't have your name here. A 97 um, is not, that's a disaster. That's probably the best word. So I hope you can fix it. I'm going to put up a link in a little a second. Somebody said, be honest, Ty, I put my heart into this quiz. 11.11.1. Now here's the thing. Now let's talk about how this pertains to your job. Basically a couple things. The narcissism one, if it's slightly higher, it is correlated with something called extroversion, being outgoing. So in general, you'll have a slightly higher narcissism or confidence when you're more extroverted and you'll be more likely to be creative. So creative people, that. so 40, 
Or is like, you have enough confidence to do things. So this is good news for you. You have enough confidence to do things, but your confidence isn't so high that you're annoyingly narcissistic. This one here doesn't help you at all in work, in my opinion. Some people think it does. They say, well, if you're sneaky, you'll be better. You'll be able to like negotiate deals. And there is probably some truth to that. But the counter argument is you will also attract sneakier people into your life. So it becomes an arms race of who's sneakier and more dishonest. So it actually, it's a strategy that seems like it would work well, but it actually backfires on you. So I wouldn't recommend that strategy at all. It's just, it doesn't really work right. So next, let's talk for the second on this last one that I'm talking about. So this psychotic factor, number three, okay, this is really measuring psychopathy, they call it, but I'll just call it ruthlessness. The technical term, right? So this one, you want low, okay? <laughs> if you're starting to get a, oh, here. Yannick Nixon said, my girlfriend had a 20-57-1. Okay, her, good news, her narcissism's under control. 57 is very high Machiavellian. If it was me, I wouldn't want to date her. But, you know, I, who am I to judge? Sometimes I don't know her. I'm just telling you, if it's truly the correct score, if you're dealing with somebody who's a 60, they're very cynical. They're always going to look for the worst. It's somewhat related to borderline. If you guys ever seen The Sopranos, Tony Soprano's mother, Zach, I was watching, you know, she was diagnosed with borderline personality disorder. That's similar to this. So borderline personality, it's always seen the worst, always playing people's emotions against each other, causing disruption. They're just never at peace, man. And what you want in life is peace. You want to be happy. You don't want to be stressed. These are all highly related to stress. By the way, just for those of you who say, well, this will help me in jobs, they've done tests on careers, paths of people who have high narcissism. It's not correlated with higher income. It's correlated with lower income. You can just Google it. Narcissism work results. And you'll see they've done studies that don't do as well. Safi said... 68, 35, 11, what should I do about my 68? Tupac was Machiavellian. Maybe. Do you want to have the life that Tupac had? I mean, that would kind of be, you're like proving my point. When you're Machiavellian, you attract more Machiavellian people, you get shot. Yeah, no, that, that's, I like Tupac's music. I would rather have a different life outcome than Tupac. No offense to Tupac. But uh, Damien, Mar so you notice, man, Marco Escalaris, 1578. <sighs> you know, an ideal world we live in, just imagine this life you live in. Your friends are truly loyal to you. They have your back. Your family, as you were raised, had your best interests at heart. Just imagine that world, man. The, be the weird thing about social media now, it's actually flipping it where we're and politics, we, we idolize the worst people in the world. Don't look up to presidents. Presidents on these quizzes to be, why would you want to be president of the United States? Do you really think people want to be president because they really care about other people? Please. Maybe want, go start a charity if you want. Most po politicians, if not all of them, I won't say all of them, would get horrific scores on this. I don't believe it, especially world leaders. In fact, when you study history, we, for the last 10,000 years, humans have followed horrible people. 
That's what we do. And people are like sheep following wolves. If you're a sheep, don't ever follow a wolf because a wolf wants to eat you and kill you and use you for their purposes, which is their life. And so one of the things that you can use this quiz is to start, and remember, you're not judging people. People are giving you their own answers. You're not judging them. You're asking them questions like, one of the questions on this quiz is, are parties better when you get there? Are parties not good when you're not there? Some people write they're horrible when I'm not there. I mean, there's some people so delusional, they think nobody's having fun at any parties on planet Earth until you come. That's trouble. There's people that you're fine that are in your life right now, I promise you that they are waiting for their chance to step above you, step on top of you, your coworkers. Just think about your job, think about your bosses. So I use this, as, that's why I call it compass. It's like a compass keeps you north, south. And I don't have a perfect score, but I'm aware of it. And so for a lot of you who are asking me, how do you fix it? First step is to be aware of it. So let me, I'm gonna come to that one second. But ruthlessness, this is being psychotic. This is low empathy. They've actually found, you see in the news, I saw someone in the news that like chopped up their own kids and like just went about their day. That's a psychopath. It's actually, they're missing something in their brain. They don't care. They don't even actually have the ability to care. This one's a serious one. If you have super high psycho psychopathy or this third score, it's outside of my ability to help you. you have to, I'm not a psychologist. You have to find people who are trained in that. And the people I know are trained in it are like, oh, you can't even fix it. You can just try to contain it. So yeah, not my area of expertise. But the first two, I think you can adjust. So let's talk about how do you actually improve yourself? I'm telling you this, awareness and admitting it is about half the battle. Just being like, oh yeah, I can see it. I have a friend, I won't say who. He's so narcissistic, it's insane. This is a true story. So he goes, Ty, every time I text you, you don't text me back. He's like, you're not. He always jokes, we're good friends, but he's like, oh, you're not being a loyal friend. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I go, show me your WhatsApp. I can show you where I've texted you 30 times and you take five days to reply, but if I don't answer you in one hour, you're like, oh, you forgot about me. That's, and he can't see it. So I finally pulled up on my phone. I said, I'm gonna scroll through our last conversations. Tell me when to stop. So he had his eyes closed. Stop. I stopped on a random one. Sure enough, exactly what I said. I had texted him October 1st and he replied back to me October 6th. And I said, see, you're the one. And he, it took him. Even I was showing him evidence, and here's me. Oh, you wrote me, and I wrote you back in three hours. Over and over. It took, even with showing him hard, irrefutable proof, they couldn't get it. I bet you someone in your family is like that. They're so one-sided in their arguments against you that you're like, are you insane? My answer is, technically, they are a little bit. Narcissism is you have missing gray matter in your brain. So some of you are not going to admit you're a narcissist. You're not going to admit you're Machiavellian because you don't have the ability. You're missing that component in your brain. And so you got to fight against that and you got to come back around and you have to admit it. 
So if you're interested in Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies and want to learn how to make money with Bitcoin, I'm opening up a brand new Bitcoin crypto academy for you. Crypto is starting to fundamentally change everything from currencies to the very structure behind the internet. And if you don't understand it, you will be left behind. Remember, if you had put $100 into Bitcoin in 2010, you would have over $100 million right now. I don't want you to miss out on the coming opportunities offered by Bitcoin in the cryptocurrency space. So I brought in the best experts in the game, the people that are teaching me and training me, and I'm going to share that with you because it's not too late to understand Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies and the blockchain and to make money with it. So to sign up for my new Bitcoin Crypto Academy and learn how to invest, how to make money in this new exciting space, I'm gonna open up room for a few of you to have early access to the new online mentor mastermind. So go to tylopez.com slash Bitcoin podcast to learn more. So I'm testing the mastermind. So I'm just gonna let a few of you in at a low price and uh, it's already filling up quickly. So if you want to get in, I'll let a few of you in. So go to tylopez.com slash Bitcoin podcast, all one word, tylopez.com slash Bitcoin podcast. If the course is closed, when you get to the page, put in your name in the waiting list. You missed out on the first round. Uh, and if you see it, welcome to the group. I'm glad you didn't procrastinate. Okay, back to the show. Number two, you should use numbers like this. So you have a hard and fast measurement. It's kind of like if you're trying to, you know, run faster. You use a timer. You use numbers. You're trying to lose weight. You use a scale and you go, okay, I used to weigh 180 pounds. Now I weigh 175. It's giving you absolute measurements. So you need that. That's why I like this quiz. Even if it's not always 100% accurate, it's giving you like the overall vibe in a in kind of a objective way. The third thing you can do that I, you know, years ago I created this program called the 67 Steps. I'm gonna put a link up. If you can go for, scientists have found, if you can go for about 67 days trying something new, you can change habits. And by the way, these are all habits of thinking. These are all habits. So the reason I created this 67 Steps a long time ago is because there, there's a lot of... Scientists used to think you could change yourself in 30 days. Tony Robbins used to talk about 28 days you can break a habit. Bad smoke, you know, smoking, negativity, pessimism, procrastination, all those habits we have in our brain that we don't like. And then these scientists found that's not true. The average person takes about twice as long. And they found it takes about 67 days. So I built this program in 2014, and I started taking people through all these step-by-step -step lessons, one lesson a day that my mentors taught me. So I'm gonna put a link up to that. I recommend you get that, but that's not the main thing that I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you that as a bonus. I'm recording a set of advanced, in-depth, scientific solutions to each of these problems, okay? Not just me, but I'm doing it with like I said, top scientists, top psychologists. And I also, there's one more quiz. The reason I don't put this other quiz on my website is because it takes a little longer. It's about a 25-minute quiz. It's not that long. It's under 30 minutes. With that quiz, you can know everything. Because with this quiz, it just gives you your overall worldview. It gives you those three dark triad, your narcissism, Machiavellianism, and, and psychopathy. But there's other things you need to know. 
For your career, you need to know your conscientious level, conscientiousness levels. So those are things like organization, perfectionism, diligence, prudence. You need to know your agreeableness le uh, levels, your emotionality levels. So what I did, and this doesn't exist anywhere on the internet, there is 16 personalities. That'll test your Myers-Briggs. That's unimportant. Myers-Briggs is, is 5% of what you need to know about yourself. I love 16 personalities and what they're doing, and they're on the right track, but if you talk to top scientists, they will laugh at the Myers-Briggs test. They laugh at it. They're like, come on, man. What are you, in the stone age of psychology? Myers-Briggs was developed in the 40s or something. It's like driving a Model A car. You want to drive a Model A car? You want to, you want to fly in a wooden airplane? Like, what was Zach, we need to take you in one of those biplanes. You know those ones with like an open cockpit? The Wright brothers. That's how old that, that, that test is, and it's not very good. So what I did is I went out on the internet. I took, not on the internet, academic universities. I said, let me have every test that actually has real science behind it. Put it all together. Hexaco test, big, uh, the big five test, which has now been surpassed by Hexaco. Let's look at attachment style tests. I threw in the Myers-Briggs. Let's test for things like openness to new experience and all these things. Let's do even cognitive ability. So I put that all into one quiz. I don't put that on my website because honestly, it's too much to just throw at people. If you've taken the time to watch this, then you're, you might be ready. I'm going to put a link up. I'm going to put a button here somewhere on my website. Or if you're watching it on social media live, you can go. And um, it's, ty, what is it? Tylopez.com slash life quiz. Now, if you go there and you don't have access, it might be full. I, I want to do this as a test group because... I've always found I do better when I, before I launch everything large scale, it's kind of like a beta program, like Google has beta, Gmail used to be in beta. So this is my beta program. If you want to get in, you go to tylopez.com slash life quiz. And this is a whole paid program. We're going to go through it for 67 days. You watch the set of videos on your phone. You can listen to them audio if you want. You're going to get access to a full quiz that's going to go in-depth like nothing. I promise you this. There's not, you cannot find anything close to this online or anywhere. No, it's never been done before. I know it. It took me a long time to do. I had to work with Dr. David Buss. I had to work with these top scientists and go, let's go and make something that's insane. I remember being on the phone with him. And we're continually making it better. There's other worldview tests you can do, political views. There's, like I said, there's the K factor. I don't even have the K factor. It's called life history. That's a whole nother thing. I haven't had time to do that. That's going to take me six more months to build. But go to there, tylopez.com slash life quiz, or click the button. You're going to get access to a full quiz. It's a, now, the reason I'm charging money, like I said, it is a uh, test group. I want to let a small group of people in. We're going to have live calls on Tuesdays. Give me two months. Let's change your life. And I'm not saying that in a cheesy, motivational way. I'm saying this stuff works. I've done it and lowered my scores from out of the healthy range into the healthy range. I've seen that it can be done. A lot of people don't think it. Some, I'm much more optimistic than the average psychologist, by the way. This isn't going to work on everybody because let's be honest, some people 
aren't honest with themselves and they're not going to really do it right. But if you are, let's go for it. It's a 67-day program. I will also, if at the end of the 67 days it didn't help you, I'll give you all your money back. So it's a test group, but it's going to work. You're going to be blown away. This is what they should have taught you in school. It's what they should have taught me in school, all of us. That's my whole name of my game, everything that they should have taught us in school. Jackie Piston said this test has 70%, if not more, of hexaco questions. It does have a lot of hexaco questions. But to be, but hexaco, first of all, it's not all hexaco. Hexaco is not even hexaco. Hexaco is built off big five, a lot of it. Um, and hexaco, if you go to take an open source hexaco quiz, it doesn't give you anything. It has nothing. It just gives you your results. So we're going to provide the interpretation and specific step-by-step things. Okay, let me take some questions. I got 090. Are low scores bad? If you got low scores, so 090 just tells me a little bit about your life worldview. You have a good worldview. You're healthy. But you need this more advanced quiz, which is going to go into the things like what's your work style, what career you should choose, all those kind of things. Wow, somebody got a 45-96-56. If that is true, Sometimes I'm like, I don't even know if I'm going to let some people in this thing. <laughs> Not that there's no hope for some people, but that is a crazy score. To get a 96 means at some point one of the questions were like, do you like picking on weak people? Some people mark, yes, I agree. I'm like, what the, f- what is wrong with people? It, but it's true. We all know that inside. We all know that from life experience. There's some people, if somebody comes in who's like crippled or handicapped, some kids laugh. They're like, ah, look at this you know, person who's retarded. People are screwed up, dude. People are screwed up. The most, if I could be 19 years old again and have somebody, start from scratch and have somebody teach me business, life, public speaking, social media, marketing, all this, what would I want to learn first? This. This is more important than anything else that I know. So the most important life skill It makes me the maddest because nobody told me this first, and it's, you know, a disaster. Greg Wake got a 35-35-63. Greg, and I'm also telling you, some of you are going to get high psychopath scores. Greg, you should probably go into the military, my friend. You should become a Navy SEAL, a firefighter, a police officer. So some of these things, Daniel Shilov said, this whole podcast is pre-recorded. Daniel. Daniel's going to get a bad... By the way, when I see people post stuff like that, guarantee you Daniel has a bad cunning sneakiness factor. He probably got a 60 or a 70. So everything is... His worldview is always like, oh, everybody's trying to pick on me. It's because you were probably picked on at some point. There's no way you had a normal upbringing with that comment. None. That's why I don't get mad anymore. It's more... Everything is a psychological tool. You can use everything that people ever do to you to begin to understand how the world works. That's the most important thing you can do. That's the most important. I want to understand how the world works, man. And this allows me to do it. Aaron Brown's got a 35-92-46. Lucas, so you really reading this message right now? Lucas. What's wrong with your Machiavellian score? What happened to you? Let me just ask some people. What happened to you? Don't go into details, but like, what happened? What happens as you, that you see the world as a deep, dark place? Did you have Tony Soprano's mom as your mom? 
who just was like, oh, everybody's out to get you, son. Did you have a mafia father who was like, you gotta fuck them before they fuck you? Like, that's some people's worldview. You don't actually realize that by having that approach, you attract people who do actually shoot, shoot you. It's, a, it's like self-fulfilling prophecy. That's what people don't get. That's why people who get screwed over continuously get screwed over. You know, I've been lucky. I've had uh, 13 business partners. I have no bad stories. I've never been ripped off by a person. I'm not saying I'm a great person. That's not my point. But I'm not high Machiavellian. I don't get that high on this score. So I don't attract sneaky people. My life, you know, I don't have that. Now, I have been around sneaky people, and I've attracted more than I should have. That's why I came up with this whole test group. Damien, 35-60-30. Yeah. Hugo, I like your score, 40-15-0. Now, once I got... I once dated a girl who got the best score ever. She got like a 3-0-0. You're going to have a good experience with that person. I can predict your life outcome with that. If you get somebody, your ideal score, if you want to date somebody, is 0-0-0. That would be your best score. Now, on the other more advanced score, for some of you who go to tylopens.com slash life quiz, there's a more advanced score um, that will go into many other factors that are very import, important. So you don't want everything to be zero. These you want to be zero. Vince got a 57, 46, zero. You know, Vince, it's too high, man. You don't want really anything over 40. And you have two things over 40. So the good news is you got a zero on psychopath. Somebody said, where are you guys taking this test? Tylopez.com slash quiz. Let's see here. Did anybody get a nice low score? Under 10 on everything. Here we go. Miguel Rivera got a 15, a 7-15-0. Brian DeLeon, 11-52-6. Brian, be honest. Were you bullied? Or did you have... It can be a home. Bullying can start at home, man. Parents can be bullies. Parents, just let's be honest. Parents usually are the worst thing for their own kids. That's why, you know, if I was a, <laughs> if I was a king, you know what I would do? If, I, if there was an emperor of the world... Here's the best thing you could do. Everybody has to be raised by their grandparents because nine times out of 10, your grandparents are way nicer than your freaking parents. 15, 30, zero. That's better. 11, 12, six is pretty good. The worst score I think I've seen, someone got a 97 on the second one. That, to get a 97 on the second one, I don't know what you wrote, my friend. So to be clear, tylopez.com slash quiz is the introductory free quiz. You can send that to all your friends and your family. It's totally free. tylopez.com slash quiz, just the word. If you want to go in the special test group, go to tylopez.com slash life quiz, which has a more in-depth quiz that covers many, 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 many other things. Okay? Cameron got a 6460. By the way, a little test. If you ever text somebody... Uh, sorry, if somebody ever texts you and you don't answer back and they send you three question marks, I guarantee you they have high on this first score. That's just a little example of what happens when people are narcissistic. They're like, how dare somebody not answer me back right when I want to? But when you text them, they'll answer whenever they feel like it. Somebody said, that's a lie. I was abused like hell from my parents, my grandparents. Jacob, I know that. I'm saying in general, I said nine out of ten times. Grandparents are nicer than regular parents. Not always, but nine out of 10. And Jacob, if that's true, you should take this test. You wrote to me in all caps. 
That's a bad sign, my friend. People who write to you in all caps, usually they need help. I'm not calling them crazy. I probably shouldn't do this. It's somewhat of a demeaning thing, but I don't know. It is what it is. By the way, people totally obsessed by getting rich instantly usually score higher on this first one. But there's actually another test for that. It's, uh, it's one of the H factors. Didn't get a score after you finish. If you didn't get the score, that means you missed a question. Back, click, and you can do it again. People in cryptocurrency often have a lot of mental problems. There's some really good people in cryptocurrency, but some of the worst scores I've ever seen are people in cryptocurrency. Just insanity. Insanity levels, like 90, 90, 90s. And I think it's because it's new and it's kind of like, ooh, cryptocurrency. So it's like very weird people are like, ooh, I want, it's kind of like, you know, I won't say that'll get me in trouble. But uh, if you go to some basements of some people in America, you, you don't know what you're gonna find down there. And that's a little bit related to this stuff. Somebody said all people on YouTube have mental problems. No, not quite like that. I don't think all people on YouTube have mental problems. And look, I don't, like I said, I wanted to be blunt with everybody, but I'm not saying that I have the perfect score on here. So don't think that I'm looking down on people. I told you I didn't. I got mine down. Mine used to be 51. And now when I answer it honestly, it's about 40. So it's still, it's right on the border of where I'd like it to be. I wish it was 30 would be better. So Jacob Jones in all caps, do you answer any one snap? Six question marks. Guarantee you Jacob Jones on YouTube. This is not right. What happened to you, Jacob? Something happened to you, son. I don't know where it happened, man. Something happened to your brain, but you better unfry your own brain because here's the real truth. Whether you go on my test group or not, if you don't take care of yourself, nobody else will. Nobody else, no, no one else even knows this stuff on planet. Dude, go talk to anybody. Ask them what their dark triad score. Ask your school counselor. Ask your parents. Jacob Faster got 14, 92, 35. Is, this is bad. This is very, why are you a 92? Jacob or Jackson, what happened, man? Honestly, because that's a, that's a serious psychological it's kind of like this. Think of it this way. Imagine if you broke your arm playing basketball when you were like 14 and no doctors existed. So it was a bad break. It was like sticking out and nobody ever did anything. You just kind of wrapped it up. You know what? You'll be permanently crippled. You have to break the bone, which hurts, and reset it correctly. And since nobody talks about this in the modern world, if you could, and since you can't see it visually, it's in the mind. That's the problem with mental problems. If it's physical, you can see it. Somebody has a huge wart on their face. Now with modern plastic surgery, by the time that kid's 12 years old, somebody's going to go in and, you know, put a little, what do they put that, uh, super liquid nitrogen? They're going to burn it right off. But with mental problems, you can't see it. And with now the modern world, we actually celebrate people with mental problems. They're the leaders of countries. Imagine Kim Jong-un. You know what that guy would get? leader of North Korea. Imagine what Adolf Hitler, imagine what Stalin got. I meet people go, oh, I admire Stalin's leadership abilities. I'm like, you probably do admire him because you are high in psychopathy. So you're like, oh, that person <laughs> reminds me of me. That's, people are attracted to people who subconscious, subconsciously remind them of themselves. Narcissists love each other. 
That's why once in a while I'll see couples on Instagram and I'm like, oh my. You'll you see like, because I know some of these people personally and I'll see them and I see I have friends that are like, oh man, if I just had a girlfriend like that, I'm like, oh no. That ain't a blessing, my friend, to have that girl as your girlfriend. That's a damn curse. You wish that on your enemy. Be like, ha I hate that dude. Let me figure out a way I can get this chick. And I'm sure it's vice versa. I'm sh- and there's a lot of guys. I'm not picking on uh, girls. Guys are just as bad. In fact, as I told you, in general, men are worse than women. In my experience. And not just my experience. Men have more psychological problems because women are not psychopaths. Very few women can run over a puppy with a car and not feel bad. Tons of men can. Tons of men will be like, well, I was on my way to work. It was in the way. <laughs> it was night. It wasn't my fault. Plunk. That's the definition of a psychopath, too. Uh, but sometimes psychopaths are good. If you want a bodyguard, you want a psychopath. If you want a um, Navy SEAL, you want a psychopath. If you want a police officer, your house is being robbed, you call somebody in the middle of the night, you want someone showing up who has, these two don't matter, but you want a hundred psychopaths. They'll just walk in and blast away. And hopefully they don't blast you. But uh, yeah, Ted Bundy, psycho. Now, some people like Ted Bundy, these serial murderers. I don't know enough about that. It's outside of my experience. But people who are serial, like people who eat people and stuff like that, I don't know. That's not on this test. This, if you're a cannibal, we ain't going to find it right here. What about, I know women marry those psychopaths. That's usually narcissistic women. Because I would say usually that's, uh, that is related to psychopath, uh, to narcissism. Okay. Single for life, Lena Recolette. That means you're probably a narcissist, by the way. Somebody who says they want to be single for life, that's their goal. That's highly related to narcissism. That's called self-sufficiency. If you take the narcissism inventory quiz, you'll see that. You don't want to be somebody who says that. You ever met somebody who goes, well, I'm, I'm going to first get super rich, then I'm going to get married. That's not the best. I heard that when I It probably influenced me. It's stupid advice. Psychopaths are too selfish. No, psychopaths are not really selfish. That's not the correct way to think about psychopaths. Psychopaths have no empathy. It's different. Empathy is different. Empathy means you literally don't feel bad. You could, like, pop off a head of a hamster and be like, ah, I don't care. That's a psychopath. I mean, that's not a great explanation of a psychopath, but that's basically a psychopath. They put these skin sensitivity sweat detectors, and a psychopath, if there's a um, gunshot that goes off, they don't get scared at all. They don't sweat at all. They're like, la, 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 I feel great. And that's why they're good police officers and Navy SEALs. So that's why I said, um, you don't, it, there are times when you want to be around people with messed up scores. Like I said, if you need a bodyguard, you probably don't. If you're the president of the United States and you want to hire Secret Service, you probably don't want the nicest person on the planet protecting you. You want a mean-ass person that's going to blast somebody in the face. Here's a true story. When Bill Clinton was the president, he was walking to his car to get in the car, and there was a crowd, and um, somebody grabbed the president arm when he was trying to get in and so president clinton whispered to his uh one of his secret service guy hey i can't get loose this guy's holding on to me and his secret service guy came just came and broke the guy's arm in half so that he let go of the president that dude probably a 95 
But that's where you at. That's called functional psychopathy. That's another conversation that I, if you are training to protect the president, you do not, you should not come in this test group. Okay. If you're training to have a good life, on the other hand, then you probably want to come in. But yes, you want people protecting you who will snap people's neck in half if needed. So are psychopathic traits malleable? Dr. Buss says that's the hardest one to change, the third one. That's a biatch to change. The good news is most people aren't psychopaths. It's very rare. rare, Just look at the scores in the comments. Very few, almost everybody's third number is the lowest. Common Sense got an 84.35. Yes, and if you like money, usually you get higher on the first one. 26.89.7, does this score mean I'm going to be really rich? Absolutely not. Zero, (laughs) it does not. No, in fact, it's actually going to hurt you, Daniel, because you're going to attract people who are going to rip you off. The first time you make your million dollars, your best friend is going to run off with it. Hyo Sung Ju got 51-51-17. Is 35 low for the third? No. Jordan, you're slightly psychopathic, but not too high. 35 is like pretty high, but I mean, you got a one. Girls usually get under fives. All right, I think I'm going to go. So tylopez.com slash life quiz. You're going to get access to the 67-step program, full video and audio on how to build on your strengths, fix your weaknesses. You're going to get access to a full quiz that goes that doesn't exist. It literally, you cannot find this anywhere. I will give anybody $100,000 if you can find this one quiz in the next 24 hours because I don't want somebody to build it and then go, I want my 120. You won't be able to build it in 24 hours. It took me forever to find all this stuff. And you can't just copy my quiz. Thank you. I'm going to put rules on the. Let me change it to 25 grand in case some one of these hacker kids just pulls my site out. Um, 11, 11, 1, is that good? It means you're nice. Shion Sharif got a 68, 46, 3. Sean Sharif likes things their way and will manipulate other people to get it that way. And Sean, you can even see that. You've commented three times in a row because you want me to answer you. It's predictive science, boy. So Sean, Sean you are like, I'm gonna, I need to screenshot this. Be like, if you guys don't believe this, just watch the comments. The people who get bad scores, like, <laughs> want it their way right away. Triple question marks. All bold. Good news is we're all kind of messed up, including me. Just try to be a little less messed up, and that's, I think, the best we can do. If you can reduce it and fix things by 20%, that'll help you a lot. You don't have to be perfect. Nobody's perfect, man. Nobody's perfect, but you want to search. This is like a gym for the brain. That's what you're going to get access to. Every, it's funny. Everybody's got a gym. They got their bench press, but they forgot about their brain, the most powerful thing that you possess. Your quads, your pecs, your biceps will not help you very much. We have guns now. We have cars now. You know, you can be weak and drive around in a car faster than any sprinter in history. But if your brain's messed up, that's how you make your money. That's how you select people that are going to be around you. Everything's, that's how you are happy or depressed. All these things are related to this. So good luck out there. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. Give me 67 days with you guys. Go to tylopez.com slash lifequiz. 
We'll have all the answers, questions on specifics, price, refund policy. What's your biggest mental flaw in your opinion? Mine, when I do the full quiz, mine is uh, impatience. I have very bad impatience. In fact, I may be the most impatient person in the world that I've ever tested. I got 11 out of 100. That's one you want high, because it's like patience. You're supposed to be 100. I got 11. So that's pretty bad. I don't know if I've ever seen anybody get worse than me. And so my gentleness factor, like in getting frustrated with people, is very low. And somebody said, and stop dry, drink high fructose corn syrup. This is water, by the way, just thought I would tell you. But by the way, we have all caps with quadruple exclamation. Guarantee you high narcissism score. And the subcategory would be superiority authority. This person thinks they're authority. You ever been around somebody? That's an authority on everything. I have a friend, I'm not gonna say his name. I kid you not, this dude is the most predictable guy in the world. So first time I introduced him to a friend of mine who has a PhD in neuroscience. So I was like, I won't, I'll change this guy's name. I'll say his name is Bob. So I was like, hey Bob, meet my friend, Dr. Fresco. And I was like, I know what's gonna happen. I told my other friend, in five minutes, he's gonna be lecturing my friend, the PhD, on how the brain really works. So kid you not, within five minutes, he's like, so I've been reading some research on you know, the brain. And he's talking to a dude who spent 14 years in a laboratory studying the brain. And this guy who's a businessman, knows nothing about the brain, starts lecturing Dr. Fresco. Then, I, this guy would come to all my parties. I used to do house parties. Then I did another house party. And remember April Macy's act? So I have a friend, she's... Uh, professional comedian. She's had like an HBO special. She's like been making her money as a comedian at the top, like at the top on HBO and all that. So I introduced this guy that I'm calling quote unquote Bob. I'm like, hey Bob, meet April Macy. She's a famous comedian. And I was like in my head, within five minutes, he's going to be advising her on how to be funny. Sure enough, he was, were you there that time, Zach? Oh, he was like, he was like, you know what will actually make you funnier? He was doing this whole body language thing on and how to pace out the jokes. And I'm like, that's what she's done for 10 years. So that's a form of narcissism called authority, self, uh, authority superiority. And it, we all know somebody like that. They never made, I get people like comments. I got people ain't never made a dollar in their life. And they're like, what you're talking about won't work, Ty. I like talk. I have a social media marketing program. I'm like, here's how you can make money with social media. People are like, no, you can't. I'm like, dude, I've made like fifty million dollars from social media. You don't think I know this much about like, am I? What is wrong with your brain? I don't go to Arnold Schwarzenegger and go, yo, Arnold, you want to know how to get big biceps? That's how some people are. That's how stupid. I mean, not stupid. It's blinding, and it comes from insecure confidence. It's a coping mechanism. That started long ago. So Jose said, how do I lower the, my sneakiness factor? You had a 75. Oh, man, that's a rough score, man, Jose. Go in this program. You will not fix it overnight. The worse it is, the longer it'll take. But the good news is, the longer it takes, we got time. You got a little time, you know. Somebody put all caps is selfishness. <laughs> not always, but oftentimes. Okay. TyLopez.com slash life quiz. Click the button if you're on my website. If not, go to TyLopez.com slash life quiz. I hope we all get through the planet Earth. You help me work on my mental problems. I'll share with you what I know. 
We'll call my friend Bob. I should have had I should have had that guy here, Zach. He would get up here and be like, "Now let me teach you a little bit about this." He's never seen this quiz before. I guarantee you that he'll have. Like you know, I'm gonna tell you from my life experience. One of my friends got a 96 on sneaking, as Danny Grimaldo says. Danny, I promise you, you do not want that person in your life. No offense to that person. Don't talk to them again. Just be like, send them a card. If your mom or dad is a 96 on any of these, you just got to cut your own family off. Blood's thicker than water, but it ain't thicker than common sense, my friend. So, huh? What are actors? Actors tend to get not great scores. But the worst I've ever seen, I mean, people in crypto and entrepreneurs get bad scores. That's why I don't really like to hang out with entrepreneurs. I know I am an entrepreneur, so that's probably like somewhat ironic. But dude, if you go to like entrepreneur conferences with a whole bunch of entrepreneurs, you are walking in a room with 500 insane people. Sometimes even at my own conferences, God, I did a conference and you know, a lot of good people. I'm not insulting the people who come to my conferences, but every once in a while, the people that come through, I'm just like, well, there was one particular person. This dude I knew was insane. He asked me a question and I'm like, oh my God. So we, I got his phone number and I was like, take this quiz. He got like 90, 90, 90. And you can tell. Let me just tell you one thing. If you can't afford to go in the program, and you don't, just use common sense. When you meet somebody and you're like, there's something wrong with this person. That is your deep, deep intuition that you inherited, which assuming you don't have a total brain damage is usually right. Like people who set off every alert in your brain, it's don't ignore it. Don't ignore it. Don't ignore it, okay? Don't cut out your family, there is no replacement. If your family's bad enough, you cut them off, trust me. Now, hopefully you won't have to cut off your family, but that, that is bad advice. It's just common sense, man. There's people, there's parents out there killing their own kids. Look at that family that just was found where the father and the mother locked 13 of their own kids in the basement for 20 years. Don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. Now, you should give your family a better chance than a stranger, but. And here's the good news. You have a lot of family members. You have brothers, sisters probably. You have parents, grandparents, uncles, cousins. You don't usually have to cut everyone. Just find the worst person in your life and spend, see them on every Thanksgiving. Every Thanksgiving is good enough for me, man. Jacob Jones, right in all caps, definitely narcissistic 100%. Adams wrote in all caps. I, I literally should do, I need to get together with some scientists. I'm going to do this all caps experiment. People who write you in all caps are not psychologically normal. I am convinced of that. By the way, people who swear all the time also are highly related to this. People who have a lot of body modifications usually have mental problems. Not always. I have met people who have face tattoos that are normal. But in general, if you got a face tattoo, some shit went down that you ain't recovered from. But not always. So all you people with tattoos, don't get all butt hurt because I'm just speaking the damn truth. We all know that. It's kind of common sense. If you had a million dollars in cash, you had to leave somebody, would you go down to the prison face tattoo group and be like, here, hold my money for me? Or would you go to like, you know, 
I'd go to like some 90-year-old grandma or something, your best chance. Girls with a lot of plastic surgery is very related to mental problems. And that's not my science, that's just pure science. Google it, body modification. Girls who massively change themselves. There's some good plastic surgery if you're a mom and you, you know you had kids and your, your boobs are not what they used to be and you get boob regeneration. I like that Zach thinks that's the funniest thing I said. What? I'm just saying. But there's girls that are like 16 getting like quadruple Ds and weird shit. I'm like, come on now. Anyway, I'm not even judging it. I'm just saying it's rela- it's correlated to this messed up. So anyway. <laughs> Somebody wrote, it's on their face. That's their advice. So, Zach, you don't agree with my... <laughs> Zach, Zach is still four years old. If you say boobs, Zach's like, ha ha He didn't even let me finish. I literally said boobs, and Zach thought I was a fun... You are a grown man, right, Zach? You know women have boobs. It doesn't automatically make you laugh. That's like when I was a little kid, we were like, me and Joe, my friend, were like four in the car. If we would say, fart, we thought it was so funny. That's kind of how Zach is with the word boobs. He's still over here laughing. All right, Zach, you're the easiest. uh... Somebody said, Zach is smarter than you, though. That's probably true. Tell Zach he is awesome and got a good life. Somebody just wrote, boobs. (laughs) Here, he laughed. I told you. All right, this conversation needs to be cut off before it degenerates into nothingness. This is supposed to be an intellectual conversation. Thank you, Zach, for lowering the bar for this. I said boobs in a normal conversation way. (laughs) Should I have said breasts? Breastuses. Breastuses. Mammary glands. We're going to have to edit this out. (laughs) Tomopens.com slash live quiz. Good luck. Boobs. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.